it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to part two of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me as always, Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer, and Dave Schofield, the other co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And we're talking all things Steelers. And you know what? I wanted to do this last week, but I said, let's hold off. Because we got into we we talked about the Nickelodeon game last week, and I was getting all fired up, and that was a, just a, a raucous discussion. I mean, I was... And, and probably wrong, Jeff. It's, that's it, was award, it was award-winning stuff, need, needless to say. Um, this week, I was like, let's push it back. Bold predictions. It's something we usually do. We usually, every week, we do a bold prediction for that upcoming game. But here's what I want to ask you guys. What is your bold prediction for the offseason? So think about it. What is a prediction that you're making? It can be a roster move. It could be an extension. It's got to be bold, though. So like, don't say uh, Dwayne Haskins is going to get cut. That's not bold. Like that's not that wouldn't shock anyone. They'd be like, oh, Haskins got cut. That's not surprising. So Brian, I'm gonna let you go first. Are you ready? No, but yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm Dave, do you have one? I'm going last. I can go. I can go. Yep. Um, go ahead. So there's a there's a lot of guys there's 19 guys on that list uh right now as unrestricted free agents i know there's two more that you're looking at as well um but as always if i'm going to do a bold prediction i'm going to do a bold prediction with bougie so bougie smith schuster his owner juju will be one of the guys that i'm talking about here so you've got three big names you, you've got other big names but you've got three names that you're looking at keeping. Bud Dupree, 
which no one thinks anybody's going to keep Bud Dupree. You're, we're looking at uh, Juju, and we're looking at, let's throw in James Conner on that list too. Now, I'll throw in a fourth. I'm going to throw in another guy that everybody's talking about, Mike Hilton. Of those four, one of those guys, at least, maybe two, but one guy is definitely going to be back with a pretty good deal. Who is it? Oh, no, I was going to say one of those guys. But actually, you know what? I actually think <laughs> I actually think that you will see Juju back in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform next year. Oh, okay. All right. I'd say that's pretty bold. I'd say that's pretty bold. Uh, real quick before we go over to Dave, Justin Payne gives us four ninety nine, and I didn't see a question there. Dave, if you I see was, something. Look at if you put okay. one in. If it's just a tip, we appreciate the tip. Thank you very much. Justin. No, but his avatar there, his avatar, you saw Don't, it, right? Yep, I wasn't hired for my disposition, Mr. It was Greg the Greg Lloyd t-shirt. I want that shirt. <laughs> uh, Steve-O gives us $5. Hey, guys, love the podcast. What's your opinion on Dwayne Haskins signing? I like the move. Steve-O, go check out the beginning of the show. We spent about the first, I'd say, 15 minutes or so. Uh, I think we all said it's it's a low low risk, potentially high-reward move. You know, There's not a lot of risk involved, but check that out. Uh, we go in depth on that. Thank you for the tip, and thank you for the kind words. Dave, bold prediction time. What is your okay? So, uh, no, it needs to actually be a bold prediction, unlike whatever Brian just threw out there. I'm not really sure. <laughs> you know, the Steelers have 19 free agents. <laughs> They're going to sign one of them. Okay. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, man. Okay. This guy's not going to be all that bold either. You ready? The Steelers okay. will draft at least three offensive linemen in the uh, Okay. I like that. I like that. Any specific positions? You looking for position oh, versatility? Why? Yeah, um, yeah, so you're I, talking I would, about center guard some, and tackle? Yeah, because it might be somebody that can that that is like center guard eligible. It all depends on how it falls out and everything. If, I mean, it could be one person that could play both interior spots and two tackles. It could be a center, a guard, and a tackle. It's going to be something in there. And um and and I'll I'll even go as far to, to say two of them will be in their first four picks. Oh, very good. There you go. Uh, my bold prediction is I'm going to tie this in with what Dave said. It's going to center around the NFL draft, and this is going to definitely get us going on, on no, a tangent. I know. I'm ready and, for this. <laughs> and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to make a very bold move, and I think they're going to trade up in the first round and draft a quarterback in the 2021 draft. I'll even give you a name. I'll even give you a name. If this guy gets to pick 10, if he gets to pick 10, I'm all about the Steelers doing like even a Minka Fitzpatrick type trade to get him. And that's Trey Lance, Trey Lance quarterback. It's a bison North Dakota state. I'm telling you, that's my bold prediction. I would love to have that guy. He's not ready right now. He's really young, but I tell you what, he's got the athleticism that you want to see. He would usher in a new style of Steelers offense when Ben Roethlisberger's done. Okay. So Dave and I got into a discussion. A, a debate we'll put it that way on our slack channel the other day and i was telling him about i was going to do i think it was my podcast on wednesday i was doing my for let's ride and dave's like that's stupid you're calling me all these names and stuff i was very demoralized I but still I wanted to point <laughs> jeff was point. crying he was upset he called I, me up <laughs> crying he's like man i know i usually uh i text you but dave hurt my feelings <laughs> that's what i do I'm the so, 
So anyways, my, (laughs) my, my, uh, whole thought process around this is that I don't think the Steelers want or need someone to come in and play right away. Let's follow the Patrick Mahomes, the Aaron Rodgers method, more so Mahomes. He only waited one year. Rodgers had to wait longer behind Brett Favre. You know, the Packers did this with Jordan Love last year. I don't think there's a problem with taking a quarterback if you think there's value there, even if you know they're not going to play immediately. Now, Dave said, and I'll give him a chance to rebut. You will. Let me say what I'm going to say. Go ahead and say what you're saying. Let me say what I said. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. Now, because you also forget something. There's another player that you need to put on that list that was drafted to sit for a year, and that is one Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. You know, okay. it took yeah. two preseason. It took a preseason injury and a week one injury for him to be the starter as a rookie. That was not the plan. Yeah, you're no, right. You're good. Right. But, so that's why what I'm going to say, remembering what happened to one BTR, is why I like the plan that I laid out, and that is, does does Ben Roethlisberger become the quarterback he he became and st- and is still with the Steelers today, this long, two-time Super Bowl champion, three times to the game, blah, 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 all that stuff. If in his rookie year, he did not have the weight of the world thrust upon him because the Steelers had a great defense and a great running game. That, when you bring in a young quarterback and you have that established, that is going to give them a better chance to succeed even if they're, the plan is to sit them for a year, because sometimes, you know what? The plan wasn't for Duck Hodges to start games in 2019, and that's what friggin' happened. So my thing is, is don't get the cart before the horse. The Steelers, take this time. Take this draft, everything else. You've got the defense. Invest in improving the running game. Some people feel that that means taking a running back in the first round. I... And that's not the way I'm leaning. I'm not that I'm saying if the right guy isn't there, I'm opposed to it. But if I had to pick right now, I'm going more in building the offensive line. You need to build this offensive line. You need to get it younger and ready. So then you don't want to take what would be a great quarterback and have it not be the uh, the best situation for them if you have the time to take one more year to build your team to be that. I hear what you're saying. I don't disagree with you, but you said if a quarterback doesn't have the weight of the world on their shoulders, the best thing for them running game defense. So he wouldn't have the, if let's say it's, let's say it's Trey Lance, because that's who I said, he wouldn't have the weight of the world on his shoulders. Cause he knows he's not going to start Roethlisberger's a starter. That's fact. Okay. He knows that his, it goes down and Mason goes down and then he's then that's a different story. That's a different story. They have the defense. I think even if Bud Dupree's gone, even if they lose Hilton or Sutton, I still think their defense is going to be really, really good next season. Adding a little bit to it. Absolutely. Yes. And I I also think the Steelers have proven on multiple occasions with multiple players that they are capable of finding good quality offensive linemen in the middle to late, sometimes the undrafted category. Matt Filer, Ramon Foster, undrafted. You think about Kevin Dotson. He was not a day one. He heck, he was a day three pick, wasn't he? Wasn't he fourth round? Yeah, four B. Yeah. He was yeah. after McFarland, and he's he was by by most no, people's standards he was before McFarland because we okay. came on to talk about Dotson, and then the McFarland. No, maybe you're maybe I'm wrong. They were both. It, in, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is that that's a fourth round pick that most people would argue was the the best offensive lineman they had 
by the end of the season as a rookie. So the Steelers have an eye for these offensive linemen. I feel like if you did have to take draft capital and you had to move up and you get your quarterback for the future and you are 100% the offensive coordinator you have is creative, can work with this young kid, can really get him ready, then when you hit and when Ben's done after 2021, assuming he stays healthy and he says, I'm done in 2022, you're ready to hit the ground running. You're avoiding the Bubby Brister eras, the Mike Tomzak eras, the Neil O'Donnell, be quiet, Brian, the Neil O'Donnell eras, the Cordell Stewart eras, the Mike, the, the Tommy Maddox eras. You're avoiding all of that. I think they have to look for the future of the quarterback position. Now, Brian, you're not a part of this debate. You're the judge. Now you have to say, not who wins and loses, but what do you think is the right approach in this debate? First of all, I'm going to shock you guys with this statement. Not only did I listen to Jeff's podcast on Wednesday morning, Let's Ride, I listened to the Stat Geek and the Rebuttal Show. I listened to both Someone check his temperature. And not only did I do that, I listened to uh, the Scobros, and I went back and listened to your shows from last week as well. So I'm catching up, and I'm listening to stuff. And if I had a vote here, my first inclination is, bear with me on this, my first inclination that Dave is right that we should have offensive linemen in there, but when Jeff jumps in and and uh, talks about the Dotson deal, and I start looking at guys that you – potentially are going to have back next year. And that includes Zach Banner because he's a possible cheap signing. You've got Zach, you've got Chooks, you know, Filer's probably going to be gone. You're probably going to keep DeCastro. DeCastro, I mean, I mean, he's still signed. You, you might even keep Pouncey for one more year. So you have a good bit of your offensive line back, even if, if uh, Villanueva goes. And with dots in there, you do have a serviceable offensive line. You can bring offensive linemen in. If your plan was, and we go back to the scapegoat, if the scapegoat was the fact that the offensive coordinator, the running game, and the protection wasn't working, and you get that fixed, this team is further along than you would think. The big gap will be when Ben is finally gone, and really, that window is so close to being shut right now. Bet. You want another bold statement? Ben Roethlisberger's last year will be 2021. He's not coming back after that. That's not that bold because a lot of people think it. But so Jeff's plan is the one plan that I'm going with here. So Dave, I I love everything you're saying. And you're right on everything you're saying. But for what I want to see, I don't want them to, you know, I don't like waiting until you need a guy. <laughs> Here's the thing, and now 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 I get to tell you how you're wrong because the, the live chat's bringing this okay. up too. Okay, well, well let is, me let me one more ahead. one more thing though, because when you wait for a guy, then you make desperate picks. And we talk about how great that 2004 draft was quarterback, the one team that wanted a quarterback, but they were waiting too long at number 24. Who did the Buffalo Bills pick? They picked their quarterback of the future too, JP Loserman. Tulane. Yeah, I, I don't even know where the guy was he went from. from. Tulane, he came out of Tulane. Yeah, Tulane, and he was picked too late. No, I mean, <laughs> no. But you, you know, he, here's the thing: you can't wait until someone's gone to say, "Oh, we need a backup plan for Ben." He's gone. You just don't do that. And for everybody in the live chat that thinks that 
Dwayne Haskins was brought in to be a successor and start. He's not going to start. He does not change anything if the Steelers are one. Yeah, he's not in the equation. Now, are you ready? Yeah, what you came with your argument were for Ben, and you don't want to wait till it's too late. You're you're doing that to the offensive line. Do you really want to not? Because if you're going to trade up to get that quarterback, you're going to lose draft capital this year and next year. Well, and hold on, hold on. What did what did the Steelers hold on? What did the Steelers give up to move up to get Devin Bush? I literally can't remember. They, gave up, remember they gave up their two, and they gave up the next year's three, three. Yeah, okay. but you don't you don't really give up a one. You just swapped. Yeah, you swap your one. You lose your two. You give up the three next year, and but that was to I, move up. 10 spots. Now you're talking if you want Trey Lance, I'm sorry, he's not going to be there at 12. He's not going to. You would be surprised. You would be surprised. There's some people who say that he's If he is, then that's great. But my problem is, is do you want to, to invest? First of all, you're having a number one pick that then doesn't help you this year. Then if you have to give up your number two pick, then let's say you give up your, your one or your two the next year. That's taking your capital the, of where you know that – I mean, even if you bring back Pouncey, is he going to be any more than a year? If you bring back the Castro, does he got any more than two? You know, you're going to have to also have an answer at multiple positions on the offensive line. That's why this is the year to take your draft capital. If anything, if you really like guys that are going to be available, trade back and get more. I'm not saying they should, but I'm just saying they could. And then if, because if you know, if BTR is going to be here for one more year, then you go with that to build your line. And then you have someone that's, that's ready that if you want to trade up, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to trade up and get a guy that high that then you know you just aren't going to use this year. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad plan. I'm just saying. You think the Chiefs were saying that with Patrick Mahomes when they traded up and they knew he wasn't going to play over Alex Smith? You think they're regretting that? No, but but also remember he was ready. He was ready to go if something happened to Alex Smith, and it didn't happen then. It happened the next year. Whenever, right. No. Yeah. Whenever that happened. So we're going to lose this super chat if I don't bring it up. I have it here, Justin's. Yeah, I had it. I was saving it too. <laughs> well, four ninety nine. He finally gave. He, had, he didn't have to give us another tip. I'm pretty. He could just put the question out there. But Alejandro Villanueva, just talking about the offensive line, gave up two sacks and had a total of three penalties all year long in 2020. I don't get the hate on him. He gave up three sacks in 2019. Yeah, there's a lot of people that think that Villanueva has seen better days and that he's basically done. The statistics maybe don't bear that out. I'm not saying that they bring back. Villanueva, but at the same time, I it I don't know. What do you guys think about Big Al? You know what? I don't think that I don't really agree with all the hate on Big Al because I think he, I think he's still very serviceable. But I want to go back to uh, the end of June when Dave, Michael Beck, and myself we had Zach Banner on here, and Zach Banner kind of hinted that uh, you know he backtracked a little bit, but he kind of hinted that Big Al's winding it down pretty soon, and he'd like to be in a spot with whoever wins that right tackle position, whether it was he or Chooks, then they would have an opportunity to move over to right tackle maybe next year if something happens when Big Al leaves. Big Al's 32, and because you know he had that stint in the military, and there's there has been a lot of writing on the wall that he's not going to be signing another deal. So I know it's pure speculation, but he's probably not going, unless he wants to come back, 
and all signs right now are pointing that he's not going to, it just doesn't seem like it. I don't think there's hate on him um, from, from the organization. I, I think the organization still believes in him. I just think he's winding it down, and that's what I'm looking at. I just don't expect him to come back. Now, some people might not like using the metric of PFF, but it at least it, they at least quantify something with their scores. You don't have to agree with them. But according to PFF, Alejandro Villanueva was the highest rated offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers last season. People that said, oh, well, he he's also usually has the hardest assignment as well, being the left tackle. Not only that, he had the third highest rank of any player on the offense for the Steelers. You guys have any idea what, what players would have been ranked higher in the Steelers offense, regardless of snap count? Uh, not Kevin Dotson. No, it's not linemen. It's not, <laughs> not linemen. Not linemen. Okay. Because how long? Chase, Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool had the highest score of any offensive player for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you're not going to guess the second one. Only point one behind him was Jimmy Mason Williams. Rudolph. I was going to say Jimmy Washington. No, no, it was Mason Rudolph. Was has a had a had a pretty pretty. I mean, he granted he only had 79 yeah. offensive snaps, but still. So people that are that are all like Villanueva. The problem is. When you're dealing with age, we saw it so much with the Steelers this year, is you're like, well, what happened to the offense and why did everything fizzle? Yeah, I do believe that Randy Land did not have a plan. They did not stay ahead of the curve. But like Wes called it when it happened, I said, oh, no, they just got to roll with it. Them not having a buy and everything, these older guys wore down. You're talking about Ben. I mean, I, I want to see this from, from Jeffrey Benedict. I want to see a film that shows week one, two, three Ben versus week 15, 16 playoff Ben and to see how physically different he looked because the wear and tear of a season, you know, wearing him down, if there was one or not. But that's what happens when, when you're dealing with guys that are older playing in the league. So I don't know, you know, just because age catches up to everyone eventually. Um, Big Al was not as bad last year as what people made it out to be, but he is getting up there, so I do understand that the Steelers move on. ESPN had him ranked pretty high on the top free agent list because he's just valuable left tackles, and if he still has a few years left, I don't think the Steelers should entertain bringing him back unless it's at a a bargain basement deal because this is one of those situations, let him go early, not too late. Um, Okay. Let's go on. Do you have trivia, Dave? I do. Let's do it. Let's do trivia next. Okay. We'll do we'll do trivia next. Sorry. I won I, that debate. I won that debate, by the way. Live chat said so. Oh no, no. I mean, why? Because you <laughs> uh, not if you're listening to the live chat, that's where you really do. You need to put that poll out there. Because I mean, convincing Brian, I mean, that's never mind. Um <laughs> Wow, Dave, you've heard me. You've cut me hey, today. You heard me the other day, Brian. It's okay. Wow, there's some venom. Here, here's here's the reason, just to sum it up, the reason that I like my argument better than your argument, Jeff, is because if you do your argument this year, you can't turn around and do the opposite next year, where the Steelers could do the offensive line this year and then the quarterback the next year, regardless of who they are. Based, but because if you make that move for the quarterback, you're also hurting the following year doing as much with it. And that's why I'm like, do that first and that second order of operations. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally, and here's some trivia. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Very interesting. Because the Steelers went out and, and, and signed a quarterback to a futures contract today, I was looking at some stuff with quarterbacks during the 2020 NFL season. And there were 31 quarterbacks who started eight or more games in 2020. That means... There was a team, and there's and and it's not that one team had one guy with eight and another guy with eight. It didn't happen. There's just one team missing from the list. You guys know what team is missing? They did not have a quarterback start for eight uh, teams. Quarterback start eight or more games. The Washington football team. It was the Washington football team. That was kind of the setup there. My question is, how many quarterbacks do you think started all 16 games in 2020? For Washington? No, for what quarterbacks? What? Seriously, I'm talking out of it. NFL quarterbacks this season started 16 games. Oh, that's here. Well, it's ready, Brian. We can start the list. Okay, so Tom Brady started all 16. Uh, I think Russell Wilson started all 16. BTR. no, he didn't play in in week uh, seventeen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, not so. L- Lamar did not. Baker Mayfield started all of them. Mister Burrow did not. Stafford did not. Trubisky no, of Chicago, no. Um, Tannehill did right. Kirk Cousins started all sixteen, I believe. Uh, not in New England. Not in the Jets. Not in Miami. Jacksonville, no. Indianapolis, Phillip Rivers started all the games. Okay. Dallas, no. Washington, we know not. Uh, New York, no. You keep it track. No. <laughs> I have five so far. Okay, so you're, you're- did, did you count Tannehill? Because I think he started, right? He yep, did. Tannehill said six. Um, Mahomes did not play in week 17, nope. so he doesn't count. Drew Locke, no. Um Derek Carr, yes, no, yeah, he did start every game. Derek Carr, seven. What Justin about Baker? Baker, I have him on the list. He, okay. he please start every game. He's going ba- through the teams. I am. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, now, if you go to Herbert, no, because Tyrod Taylor, well, no, he Tyrod Taylor got hurt in pregame, didn't he? Or did he actually start that game in week one, Brian? He started week one, yeah. It was and week then, two that that okay. He got like the punctured lung when yeah. he was getting so he was not one. Um, San Francisco, no. I already said Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. No, I don't believe I think he Kyler did. Murray did. I think he did. I'm gonna go with eight. I'm gonna go with eight. Did he get Josh Allen? I mean, if he did, I did not get you? Josh Allen, that's nine. And we know the Rams, no, that's they did not. I know I'm missing someone. I have nine, Dave. Is that right? So you're going with nine. Brian, yeah. you go take a shot in the dark. I, I'm good to, uh, hitching my wagon to Hartman. <laughs> okay. The answer would be 13. Hey, who did I miss? Okay. I'll give you the list real quick Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, Phillip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. Listen, Aaron Rodgers played in week 17. Yes, he did. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, that's I, I, needed, I thought it. you said Rogers. I'm sorry. Needed for the okay. Matthew Stafford. I, I kept thinking he was going to really? miss. Play. He was injured. And he he okay. started them all. That's another one I missed. Deshaun Watson. I missed him. Brian Tannehill, Derek Carr, Kurt Cousins, and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. But I have one more question. Okay. 
out of those 13, there was one that played every offensive snap for their team. I think, and that, that includes not coming off the field for like a gadget play and, and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to go with Tom Brady. I like that. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Though. Okay. Tom, when they, when they blew out Detroit, Tom Brady came out, I think, okay. in the quarter. So um, you got to think of, of, a, of a team that was trying to fight in all their games. It was one, Kirk Cousins. Oh, there you go. He's played every offensive snap. The only quarterback to do that in 2020. Good stats. I like that. Like that trivia a lot. Let's get to this super chat here. Cree gives us $5. I have to agree with Dave. It's okay. Cree, you can be wrong. I love our guys, but bouncy into Castro injury prone and big Al's getting beat too much by fast pass rushers. There you go. Thank you. Cree for the tip. We appreciate it. Brian, do you have a trivia? Yes, I do. It's AFC championship game weekend. And, the Steelers have uh, been in 16 AFC championship games. They have won eight of them. So they've got a 500 record in the AFC championship. Now let's look at wide receivers. There's, they have three leading wide receivers. Um, the top three in playoff games, as far as catches, receiving yards and touchdowns go. Who are the top three in that category? They're from different. They're from different eras. So, who would be the number one as far as touchdowns go? So it's touchdowns and what other just touchdowns? Touchdowns, catches, and yards is what I'm getting at. But who would be? Let's just say who are the top three statistical wide receivers in AFC Championship game history for the Pittsburgh Steelers? For the Pittsburgh Steelers, okay. I was about ready to say Seattle has two losses because I was looking up the spreads for the game. Um, <laughs> I have this anyways. I have this. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Lynn Swan. He is not in my top three. Okay. Dave, go ahead. Your guess. Then hmm, in the showed up in AFC. Let's go with Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward is in there. Okay. With with uh, he is in there with the most catches. Okay, but he does not have the most touchdowns. He, I believe, he has two. Um, as far as touchdowns, the leader is five. AFC Championship. Cower got there more than anyone else. So, well, other than I mean, Noel got to the Super Bowl a bunch. Cower got there a bunch. I'm, I'm thinking, is it Cower era? Yes. They were both draft. Both of these guys were drafted by Noel, though. Hmm. That I'm looking for. But the, now, the, now the touchdown. I mean, the Louis two Lips. guys that I'm looking for. No, not Louis Lips. Yancey Big Ben. No, actually not. I thought that might have been who was the the the, the touchdowns. The hmm. touchdowns. So that means it's not Stallworth because you said it was in the Cower era. It. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They were both. The touchdowns is Stallworth with five. Oh, okay. Okay. Now the other person was drafted by Noel and played in the Cower era. And this guy has what looks to be the most yardage in AFC championship games. Someone who went nuts so in AFC championship games. Hmm. You guys ready? 
Yeah. I'm ready. Number 89. Is that Mills? Er- Ernie Mills. Oh. Mm. Ernie Mills was money in the AFC Championship games. Mm. Very good. Um, Mark Davis says Seattle has two wins. He's so lost. Okay. Uh, All right. Very good. Is that it? That's my trivia question. Yeah. There you go. It's a good one. Now, Lee puts 399 in the tip jar and says Trey Lance could be a steal in the third or fourth if available. Are you talking about third or fourth overall? I don't think there's any chance. You know, on God's green earth that he's getting out of the first uh, round. So we know how quarterbacks shoot up the board. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you'll you'll hear the hype machine starting on some of these guys. It might be Trask. It might be some other ones that I've been diving into my quarterbacks now. I, I'm all about this Steelers taking a quarterback this year. All right, so uh, let's finish it up with real quick some AFC and NFC championship game um, picks. I I know that Brian and I because we picked the same winners. We predicted all the winners. We didn't get the spreads right, the over-unders right, but we got the winners. Dave, did you get the winners from last week, or did you pick an upset, or did you pick the Saints to win? You guys didn't pick the no, winners. I, 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 I picked did not. the winners. I picked Baltimore. No, I didn't pick Baltimore. No, you guys both picked Baltimore. I'm no, the one who went I, I picked the Saints when you guys both picked Tampa. Gotcha. But I picked, I picked Buffalo when you guys both picked Baltimore. All right, so and here I we have the- the Browns to cover but not win, which is what okay. happened. I went three and one on tally site on the with the staff. All right. Just, speaking of tally site, let's get to the NFC game is first at the Brian Davis time of 3.05 p.m. Eastern time. Uh the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are getting three points on the road with an over-under set at 51. Guys, who's your pick? Brian, go ahead. Take the over. Green Bay Packers are in it to win it like Iserman. They could drink about 15 Heineken. So go with A-Rod. Go with the Pack. Easy there, Kid Rock. All right, Dave, what do you think? Yeah, the weather's supposed to be pretty cold, which will help them. But I just anyway, I was going. I'll tell you why after the next one. I'm going to go Green Bay. I'm going to I'm taking the under as well. I, th- I just don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I'm going to take Green Bay giving three. I like them on the money line as well. I think they it's going to be close, but I think Green Bay is just the better football team. They're more well-rounded. So I have we all have Green Bay going to the Super Bowl. Next, the Buffalo Bills at the Brian Davis time of 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. Buffalo is getting three points. Kansas City at Arrowhead, the over-under set at 53.5. Brian, who you got? All right, this is so hard because we really don't know the true fate of uh, whether we're going to see number 15 Pat- Patrick Mahomes in there. Um, I believe that if he plays, that, that you know, if he definitely plays, I really think it's Kansas City's year to go back. I really love the dynamic that uh, uh, Allen and Diggs have uh have put them together. I think those, those two really, that's your offense and the defense is believing. I really, but I really think in the end that, uh, that it's going to be Kansas city. Now, if it's Chad Henney in there, I really, I mean, I know this, this is kind of your Dave answer. Cause he, he wants to wait around to see who's going to be starting. And I, so I'm falling in line with that because I don't really see Chad Henney having the magic. Look, the Browns, we're in that game at the end, but the only reason they were in that game is because 15 wasn't. 
So yeah. I I'm going to say right now that I'm I'm just going to go with Kansas City because I'm putting my money on the fact that Mahomes is going to find a way to play in this game. He, I think he's going to get through the concussion protocol. Don't know how bad it is, um, but I'm just going with my gut saying, yeah, he gets in there. All right, Dave, who you got? Well, first of all, I do want to say something else before I answer this question, and that is because I was one who's always – I said Kansas City was ripe for the picking because they went where they didn't play their quarterback in Week 17 and they had a bye, yada, yada, yada. When does that actually work out in the one case where you're like, well, hey, at least we got our backup some some experience in case he has to come in. And what do you know out of anybody? Andy freaking Reed is the one that pulls that off where it actually helped for his backup to play a full game in week 17. So it wasn't that much of a disaster, although that was a pretty bad interception. Oh, it was I am I am going I am going to make the call that Patrick Mahomes starts and plays in this game, and I'm picking the Buffalo Bills. I don't mm. it matters if it's Mahomes or not. Um I Lance Williams got a hold of me like four or five weeks before. No, it's probably six weeks before the end of the season. Said, "Who's your pick for the Super Bowl?" I said, "I like to see how teams are playing over their last four games." He's like, "That's a cop out answer. Give me your teams." I'm like, "Okay," and I threw out two teams, one of which was the Buffalo Bills. So I'm gonna go with it because I still think they've been playing all right, um, playing well. Their defense was surprisingly very good last weekend um, because I think that they had they had they were built for and had the right approach to handle the Ravens and their offense did enough to get it done. So I think this weekend they might have to flip the script a little bit cuz I I'm going to take the over on this. I'm thinking under again. There's just something about these games maybe it's being in the cold weather not that either team's going to be impacted like Tom Brady's used to playing in cold weather. My gosh, he played in New England his whole career. Um, you know, Buffalo, that's not going to be a big deal for them going to Arrowhead if it's inclement weather uh, there. I just think it, I watched that game against Baltimore. Buffalo just totally just did not did not impress at all. I mean, it, I just thought it was awful. It, they, everyone talks about that offense. Ugh, I don't care if it was windy in Buffalo. It just, you know, I, I just don't feel like Josh Allen is a big game quarterback just yet. If Patrick Mahomes plays, the Chiefs win, they cover, and they're going on to the Super Bowl. If he doesn't play, no dice, then Buffalo wins. But if I'm going to assume that uh, Patrick Mahomes is playing, therefore I have a Green Bay, Kansas City. But I, let me say this I think the NFL is happy regardless. And when you think about, all the possibilities it could be in the Super Bowl this year. What where would you complain? What what would you complain about? Tom Brady getting in. Buffalo hasn't been in since the 90s. Kansas City with the Golden Boy and Patrick Mahomes now. Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, a classic franchise. They have to be so excited for these four teams to be vying for it. Um, we'll see how it shakes out. We'll see how it shakes out. What are you shaking your head about, Dave? Because who's the only person who didn't give a Dave answer? Was Dave. Well, if he plays or if he does, you're talking play. about one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, Dave. My gosh, like if go you're hard, gonna, if there's I'm ever a time, hard time because I avoided the Dave answer. And I mean, you, you have to, but I don't blame you if you're going to take Kansas City with Mahomes. I understand you saying that you're not yeah. taking them that if he doesn't play. I'm saying I'm going to take the bet even with Mahomes because even if he plays, I think the biggest concern is his what is it, toe or whatever injury that he has more yeah. than the concussion. I yeah. think that's going to be more of an issue. 
Renee gives us $5 and says, you guys are great. Listen to you all the time. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. And thanks for the tip. We appreciate it. All right, gentlemen, any final words, Brian? I'm actually going to be brief. Look, sky's not falling. This, this team is one of those teams that always figures it out. And I, I think there's enough on this team that, uh, you know, the worst case scenario, if they've got a bad year, I still think they're an eight and eight team next year. If they've got a, if they have a bad year, I, I'm not worried about this team. They're, they're doing some things already that you don't really expect them to do. Keep the faith. Dave, go ahead. The sky is not falling because this, like Brian says, the like I always say, the numbers look bad. And last year I talked about if there's no new CBA, the Steelers are in trouble. And Brian's like, they'll find a way. Well, they found a way with the new CBA, which was great. They're going to find a way. They're going to have some guys back. They're going to extend some guys. They're going to do the things they need to do. They're going to keep this team um, together in the places it needs to be kept together and redo it in places where it needs redone. It's not falling. It's j- the pieces just have to come together, and the time has not come for that to happen in this part of the offseason. All right, I'll keep mine as short as shorter than everyone else. Trey Lance, twenty twenty one. Here we go. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Steelers preview. Steelers going to draft quarterback this year. Dave stinks. All right, Dave. Why don't you send us out? Hey. <laughs> All right, we'll see you all next week on another episode of Steelers preview. Take it easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.